Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows more isn't always better. Unless we're talking about full-size vans. These beasts do more than get you from A to B. They have so much space a man can live in it. With shag carpeting, waterbed, and a sweet lava lamp, these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home. With quality parts and plenty of Napa know-how, you can keep the original tiny house running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. New England Patriots coverage on CLNSRadio.com. We want to hear from you, so call in right now. The phone lines are open, 929-477-2386. What's going on, Pats Nation? This is the CLNS Radio New England Patriots postgame show. And I've been waiting all year to say this. The New England Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. Patriots beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 36-17. to And I'm telling you right now, it didn't seem that close at all. I'm your host, Marvin Izzan. I also got my co-host with me, Mr. Mike Knight. What a game, DJ Mees. What a game. Like you said, the, the Patriots are headed back to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 51 against the Atlanta Falcons. I'm just so hyped in this moment right now. I mean, words can't describe how happy I am that the Patriots are making another trip. So happy for Brady, Belichick, the whole team, the organization, especially the new guys on the teams, the the Chris Hogan's, the Bennett's, the rookies, all the guys who contributed and the success that this team has had up until this point this season, it's it's all come down to a Super Super Bowl 51 matchup with the Atlanta Falcons in two weeks. I'm so hyped. Patriots are back, man. Patriots are back. We also got our guy Michael Andre running the switchboard. We're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, guys, it's crazy. I mean, we were just talking about this off air before we started the show, and, you know, we're all around the same age, and it's just unbelievable that as, you know, as fans, as people who, you know, live in this area, uh, seeing the Patriots go to a Super Bowl or compete for a Super Bowl pretty much every year since I was, you know, 10 years old is is kind of unbelievable just to even think about. This is the Patriots. As a franchise, they've just broke a record. They're now the ninth all-time Super Bowl appearance. That's the most of any franchise. Uh, it's the seventh time that Brady and Belichick have gone to the Super Bowl together. Um, just absolutely staggering statistics. I mean, Tom Brady throws for over 300 yards today, dicing up this Steelers offense, um, uh, defense. 
The Steelers' offense couldn't get anything going. Le'Veon Bell out of the game early. That was pretty much it from there. Uh, we saw a flea flicker in this game. We saw LeGarrette Blunt drag seven Steelers into the, almost into the end zone in this game. Um, dominance on all sides of the ball. The one uh, miscue in this entire game was Steven Gostowski missing an extra point. And, you know, that obviously made no difference. So, just unbelievable all around, guys. Another Super Bowl, it's, it's, it's really just almost unthinkable. Unthinkable, man. We Here in New England, or Pats Nation in general, we have been sp- very spoiled, and we're back at it once again. But we want to hear from you guys. The Blue Apron call lines are now open. Get three free meals with free shipping by simply going to blueapron.com slash patriots. Call in at 929-477-2386, 929-477-2386. We got our guy, Nick, from Tampa on the line. Nick, what's up? We're going to the Super Bowl. Nice, DJ Mies, uh, Michael Longy. I know you guys are just as hyped as I am to see Tom Brady, Coach Belichick, the New England Patriots, going to, what is it, the uh, seventh Super Bowl of the Tom Brady era and the ninth Super Bowl of the uh, the Patriots franchise history. So hyped. I was nervous all day. I was a little bit on edge all day. Wasn't exactly nice to the people around me because I was just a little <laughs> bit nervous about the game. But, bro, it, it, it's all worth it after the, uh, after the win, and especially, you know, a win like this where basically we more than doubled up uh, the score. Um, it was a close game early, but – Definitely just, just fantastic to see and just so happy for uh for Tom Brady because if you if you listen to the national media and that's pretty much what I'm stuck with for the most part being down here in, in Florida for the time being, even though I must mention that I am from New Bedford, so I am from Massachusetts, no bandwagon here. But if you listen to the national media, especially ESPN, they tried so hard to push Aaron Rodgers as well, he he might be the greatest quarterback in the NFL right now. He's challenging Tom Brady for the GOAT. And I'm like, how many rings does Aaron Rodgers have? How many t- how many Super Bowls has Aaron Rodgers been to? And we're actually questioning whether or not he's challenging Tom Brady to be GOAT. And then here we go today, uh, conference championship uh, day, ch- conference championship Sunday, and Aaron Rodgers throws a goose egg. In the first half of his of his uh, game against the Atlanta Falcons, and the game is basically not even competitive the whole way through. He didn't have a terrible game, but it certainly wasn't a fantastic game. So I want to put aside all of that trash, the national media that just does not want to give Tom Brady his due, his credit, and looking for every other quarterback in the league. I'm sure they'll now jump and say Matt Ryan is a goat or something. I have no idea what they're going to set up on next. <laughs> Listen, Tom Brady is it. Whether he wins or loses, and I'm gonna bet. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna bet money because I don't. I don't bet on my teams like that. I don't like to put money on it. Guys, I'm a, I'm a superstitious person. But I'm not gonna concede that the Patriots are gonna lose this game. I have a, I have a feeling they're probably. This is something we've even even if he doesn't win this game, this is something we've never seen before. We may never see again in the history of sports. When the Patriots, I think back in 2007, were on the verge of going, what was it, 18 or 19 and 0, I kept telling people, listen, even if you hate the Patriots, you're never going to see this again in history, a team that goes completely undefeated 
in the era where the you know the season is expanded with all the all these games, I think it was more than what the Dolphins did back in the day. You're never going to see this again. Oh no, we want to see. We just hate Tom Brady. We hate the Patriots cheaters. But, but listen, you have to appreciate history. You have to appreciate what this quarterback has done, what this coach has done, what Robert Kraft has done with this franchise, and how they have remained consistently not only just relevant, but contenders for the past 16 years now, 16 years, 17 years, out of 15, 16, 17 years, a de- over a decade and a half, they've not only remained relevant, but elite team contenders in the NFL in the uh, salary cap era. That's something that's, that's, that's never going to happen again. Whether you love or you hate the Patriots, it's never going to happen again. I just want to point out a couple of things. Um, the uh, Steelers' own defense was complete garbage. Tom Brady picked that apart. Um, I don't think Atlanta yeah, – I mean, we just faced two pretty solid defenses. We had the number one defense uh, last week in the Houston Texans, and we basically, you know, took that apart. Steelers had a top ten defense in a lot of categories uh, in, in points per game. They were ranked number eight. Uh, in total yards per game, they were ranked number nine. And they were ranked 12th in turnovers. And we picked their defense all apart. Just take a look at, look at Atlanta. They're ranked 23rd in scoring defense at 24.8 points per game, 22nd in total yards per game at 367 uh, yards allowed per game, and 16th in takeaways at basically one and a half uh, forced turnovers per game. So they don't have a defense that's anywhere near what we've had to face already. And I know that the Patriots uh, haters, the detractors, like to say, well, look at this this overrated Patriots defense. They've played Brock Osweiler and Matty Moore and whatever Fitzpatrick. Yeah, but we just played Ben Roethlisberger and made him look like garbage. We we shut Antonio or Malcolm Butler and the Patriots secondary shut Antonio Brown down. I know Le'Veon Bell wasn't in the game, but whether whether or not Le'Veon Bell was going to be in the game, he was averaging I think uh, just under or just a little bit over three yards per carry. The six carries that he had before he went out of the game, he wasn't going to make a difference in this game anyway. And just my last closing thoughts. Hogan, nine receptions on 12 targets for 180 yards and two touchdowns. He is a legitimate deep threat receiver that doesn't hear the footsteps. He can catch in traffic and he'll hold on to that ball. Julian Edelman, we already know what he does. Eight receptions on 10 targets for 118 yards and a touchdown. My man, LeGarrette Blunt, who I always have to mention, didn't have that many yards, but, bruh, when we needed them, he gave them, and he dragged an entire defense along with him to get into the end zone. I don't think he got in the end zone on that drag play, but then he ran right back up to the line of scrimmage and punched it in for the touchdown that pretty much sealed the game. And then on defense, how far has Logan Ryan uh, come? And I think we talked about this last week. From being basically the, the scapegoat, of the team, you know, of how, how bad he was, how he couldn't tackle, how he couldn't cover anybody, to now basically being the other bookend to Malcolm Butler. And I think that you guys even mentioned he's playing so well that he may be playing himself right out of New England and right out of New England's, uh, uh, you know, affordability because he might be playing himself into a contract that Bill Belichick just doesn't want to pay for. They even mentioned that on CBS, uh, on the CBS broadcast, the national broadcast. I guess that's what everybody got. That Logan Ryan, ha- how much Logan Ryan has progressed. 
And I just want to give a, 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 a shout-out also to Patrick Chung, who had six uh, total tackles. Patrick Chung and Devin McCourty, their versatility is, is basically what allows this, I guess what you would call a 3-3-5 defense that uh, Bill Belichick and uh, Matt Patricia like to run. Their versatility has really allowed this team to do what it does. Patrick Chung is a, is a solid tackler, a guy that they let go, I think, to the Eagles for nothing and then brought him back is a guy that can step up in the box, can make tackles, but he can also cover like a cornerback. And then Devin McCourty, who started his career as a cornerback, can play great man coverage, but can also uh, uh, fall back in the deep field and play that safety ball hawking position. We have a solid secondary. We have solid mobile uh, linebackers in Van Noy, who's a, a revelation, just came out of nowhere somewhere around mid, you know, mid-season yeah, and we, in, in Hightower. And then we have these big men up front, Alan Branch and, and uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Malcolm Brown, I think his name is, the big guys that can stop the run. This defense that Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia have put together is something to behold because it's unique and it's versatile at almost all the positions. I think that uh, Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons, Julio Jones, it's going to be a very tough, you know, competition. I wasn't very uh, happy with a lot of the plays, the passing plays that the Patriots gave up in this game, and you can't give up a lot of those plays against a, uh, an explosive offense like Atlanta. But it's going to be defense, tough, man. It's, it's going to be, be tough, tough but this defense is for real, and I'm just excited. And I'll, I'll end my rant there. I'm just excited, so happy nice. to get to see my team go to the Super Bowl one more time. Nick dissected this game to the T, to the T, Nick. <laughs> we hear how excited you are, man. That's pretty much how Pass Nation is feeling right now. Thank you for calling in, and man, two more weeks, and we find out what Thank you, guys. I appreciate here. the opportunity to speak with you every week. You guys are the best. Fantastic post-game show. Appreciate it, Nick. Thanks a lot, yeah. man. No. And continue calling in, guys. We want to hear from you. Once again, you can call in 929-477-2386. That's 929-477-2386. We got Alex from Texas. What's going on, Alex? Hey, how's it going? Not bad at all. I'm in a great mood right now, as you can tell from from everything that's going on. (laughs) I bet we're all in a great mood right now, except for everyone in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Absolutely. How are you feeling after this game right here? Headed back to the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, have, really? I have many friends who do not like the Patriots, who give me crap all the time. I and you, man. When, this, when this comes up, it's like, like, you guys got any more to say? And they just go back to their their backup retorts, like, well, they were caught doing this. Like, you're misinformed. You're misinformed. Look it up. Look what up. What happened? Yeah, what a game! What a game! You can't you can't go off of anybody. What everybody's saying, what the Patriots proved here today is they're a yeah. dynasty, a dynasty. And I have man. to agree with what Nick just said. Like they're not getting enough credit, especially that defense. I mean, these defenses have come up to show up and play every time, and they play physically. They match blow to blow, if For not real. just a little bit extra. And no one really looks at that defense, much like how no one has really looked at Atlanta. And look where they are right now. 
And this Super Bowl, it's going to be a very dramatic one because, you know, how Atlanta has had their bad luck and then going to a Super Bowl being the number one scoring offense, then they're going up against the best in the league who has been ridiculed by ESPN, NFL, not every sports network, things like Brady's out four games. We may not see them in Houston this year. Then our backups come up to show up and play. It's been a very dramatic year. It's going to be a pretty dramatic Super Bowl, and I can't wait to see how we play a number one offense. I've seen how we play, like, number one rushing defense, number one passing defense, number one defense in the league. We came up on top. Now we want to see our defense show up and play against the number one offense. Thank you, Alex, for the call. Definitely, we're excited here. Patriots have, you know, week by week answered all the questions here on what they're going to do against a number one defense or number one rush defense, like you were mentioning earlier. But now we're going in Atlanta. You're facing a team that's very balanced. You know, defensively, they've been looked. They haven't, you know, people bypass their defense, but in playoffs, they play very well. And their offense, like um, Alex mentioned, is very, very dynamic. So it's going to be really interesting. So much we got to talk about. But we're going to hear some words from our sponsors and get right back into it. The workers who have succeeded in this new economy are those who know how to decide for themselves how to spend their time and allocate their energy. They understand how to set goals, prioritize tasks, and make choices about which projects to pursue. People who know how to self-motivate, according to studies, earn more money than their peers, report higher levels of happiness, and say they are more satisfied with their families, jobs, and lives. The preceding excerpt is from Charles Duhigg's The Power of Habit audiobook, published by Random House Audio. Audible is the leading source of audiobooks online, and to get access to audiobooks such as this, along with a free 30-day trial, log on to audiblepodcast.com slash try now. Thanks to everyone who downloaded the CLNS Radio New England Patriots postgame show, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and of course, the free CLNS Radio mobile app. Another game is in the books for the four-time Super Bowl champions. Before you know it, another week of football will be upon us, and we here at the Patriots D Podcast will have you covered. We'll provide the most in-depth breakdown of the most recent Patriots game, reaction to all the transpirings throughout the week, all while looking ahead by providing a featured interview as we go behind enemy lines the Pats next opponent. It's all on the Patriots Beat Podcast, powered by CLNS Radio. Released every Friday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern Time on CLNSRadio.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and of course, the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. As you all know by now, the New England Patriots are heading to the Super Bowl for the seventh time for, for Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 36 to 17, and they limit. Well, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, stat-wise, had a good game. Only threw for one touchdown, one interception, 314 yards. We're about to enter now our segment with Harris. Harris of the Patriots Beat Podcast, which is released first thing every Friday morning on CLNSRadio.com and the CLNS Radio mobile app. Harris. All week, I've been hearing that Patriots have not faced a quarterback this and that in the third, that the defense may not be as good as advertised because they haven't faced, you know, 
any reliable quarterbacks other than Russell Wilson, and they lost against that game. But they faced the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger was there, A.B., and they limit them to 17 points. So how good is this defense? This defense is going up against an Atlanta Falcons offense that's amazing, but this defense is probably good enough to stop it at this point. You know, you, you want to look at different defenses throughout the NFL that have been consistently performing at a high level, and I think you have to look at the Patriots as one of those teams. Defensively, ever since the bye week, they kind of rethought what they were going to do. They started uh, highlighting Trey Flowers over a bunch of their other DNs. They stopped trying with Jabal Sheer to make him into a every-down player. It's a shame because Dante Hightower has been injured for most of it, which is why he was off the field uh, today for a lot of the game. But, I mean, this secondary is easily one of the best in the NFL. Logan Ryan is on an unbelievable hot streak right now. Malcolm Butler shut down uh, Antonio Brown whenever he was on his side. So you just have to be really pleased with what you've seen out of the secondary, especially with what what we're coming up against in the Super Bowl against Atlanta. Looking at how the Patriots played in the divisional round against Houston Texans, obviously they got a pretty, you know, huge win. But coming out of that game, everybody on that team knew they didn't play to the to their to their best, you know, best that they could in that matchup. And then they come out in this game, AFC Championship game, and completely dominate from start to finish. What is that? How does that, you know, really show the Patriots? as a team bouncing back from that performance, having this one, Tom Brady comes out and has an amazing game. Just what does that say as a team for them bouncing back? Well, you could tell that Tom Brady would just wanted this. He just wanted this game. He was so pumped up for this one. He just wanted to go to the, to the Super Bowl again for number seven. And he just lit them up. It was an unbelievable game from Brady, probably one of his best that he's had all year. And that's saying something, but the team as a whole just, they did so many things wrong in that game against the Texans. You know, they turned the ball over. They didn't make long drives and this and that. And all of a sudden this game, they just dominated every stage of the game, special teams, offense, defense. They just went off. And, you know, it's, it's a really special thing to see a franchise like this just have this kind of dominance for so long. This, they – they have gone to the Super Bowl for a third of my lifetime. This is their seventh Super Bowl. That is unbelievable. So it, it's going to be a great Super Bowl for sure. It, it, I'm hoping it's going to be a lot of fun. It, it's definitely going to be. Seven times, that's just, uh, it hasn't sunk in for me yet. It's so ridiculous. that Patriots are really going to the Super Bowl for the seventh time since 2001. A guy who stepped up crazy. Two guys who stepped up are receivers in Chris Hogan and Edelman. And, I mean, his num- Hogan's numbers were monstrous. Nine receptions, 180 yards, two touchdowns. Edelman held his own with eight receptions, 118 yards, and a touchdown himself. How scary can this tandem be, especially when you add in a Mitchell, Amendola, and a Floyd? It can be incredibly scary. I think what we saw today was really the, you know, the, the pinnacle of what this offense can put together. And, you know, the running game looked really good today when they actually needed to have it look good. It was uh, it was really impressive to see what Brady was doing in the passing game. They just decided to not throw or to not uh, cover Chris Hogan all game. Nine catches, 180 yards, and two touchdowns is insane for a guy like Chris Hogan. That flea flicker was an amazing play, and they just did not cover him for most of the game, including that play. So this was just kind of the pinnacle of what we see. We did hear today that Martellus Bennett – 
uh, does have, like, bone chips and a broken ankle, which is what I've been saying all year. It's been very obvious that he's been playing hurt, but just him having out there is really nice. But it's very impressive to see what this offense is doing without uh, without Rob Gronkowski. you got to love what you get. And this wasn't even a big Deion Lewis game. Knowing that, you know, the Patriots are going to be facing the Atlanta Falcons at, in the Super Bowl, you know, we thought pretty much today was going to be a high-powered offense that we would see from the Pittsburgh Steelers. But now you're going up against Atlanta Falcons team who the running game is a force. The wide receivers, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, who's going to be probably, you know, the NFL MVP. Don't want to jump the gun and, and get into too much dissecting that matchup. But just seeing how Julio Jones played versus the Packers today, you know, the type of, the type of defense that the Patriots use against Antonio Brown, do you think that could be really effective going up against that type of team and what they've been doing all season? Unfortunately, no, because when you're going against a guy like Antonio Brown, you don't really have to account for an unbelievable sense of size. And with Julio Jones, I mean, this guy's not just as fast and as good a runner as Antonio Brown. He's also 6'4". So the Patriots have always had a problem in the past, I want to say, four, three or four years of covering big, tall wide receivers. That's why Brandon Marshall's been able to do so much damage against them when he actually wants to try. So Logan Ryan's been playing really well. I'm not really sure who you use to cover Julio Jones. You could use Eric Rowe, but Eric Rowe's going to get toasted because he's not fast enough. Logan Ryan might be your best bet, but I, I, I don't know how confident you are with Logan Ryan covering Julio Jones. And unfortunately for Malcolm Butler, he's just too small. He'll probably end up on Mohamed Sanu. But whatever they do with Julio Jones, you could bet your bet your biscuits. They're going to try to double cover him with a corner underneath and bracket him with a safety over the top. It's exactly what they did today with Antonio Brown. It's usually the way they do things with uh, big-time wide receivers. And going on to my next point, Malcolm Butler, you knew that the matchup was going to be Antonio Brown and Butler. And then, you know, they had a safety shadow. And Butler still – Brown still had a decent game with seven receptions, 77 yards. But they really did limit him, especially in the first half. And – do you see the, as you were mentioned with Julio, are the, do you see the Patriots doing that the same way, even with a guy like Sanu there and a Gabriel? Because, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Rogers and Williams, those guys are Hamilton, Colts, those guys were improving. But Sanu and Gabriel, they've shown that throughout this year they can do some damage as well. Yeah, I can see it happening. I mean, the the – Sanu and Gabriel are really good, but they're two very unique kinds of wide receivers. You know, Gabriel, that big-time deep speed threat, and Sanu's more of a possession guy. But the Patriots have the corners to be able to take those guys out. I'm still worried about Devin Coleman, or Tevin Coleman, excuse me, and, um, Dev- uh, and Devonta Freeman. So it'll, it'll, it'll be a good game, and it should be pretty high scoring. Do we see, you know, Blunt bounce back in the Super Bowl and have a, a pretty solid game? You know, he hasn't really had a breakup performance uh, like he had throughout the regular season, you know, last this game and the last one, you know, it didn't really have a huge impact. But do we see blunt force trauma really put a stamp on a possible Super Bowl matchup, the Super Bowl matchup against the Atlanta Falcons? Absolutely. I think the running game is going to be a big dosage for this offense. I mean, it's bad. I think Deion Lewis more than uh, more than LeGarrette Blount. I think Deion Lewis is a much better um, matchup for this Patriots defense, uh, Patriots offense against this Falcons defense and Blunt's is because they have a couple of big guys up front. But we'll, we'll see a lot of Deion Lewis and uh, definitely a lot of James White as well. If we're going to need all three running backs to really, you know, be a major key against the Atlanta Falcons. And two weeks away, man, it's exciting times right now here so in Pass Nation. 
going to be great. Well, it's gonna be a great game. Going to be. I'm, I'm hopefully going to be going. So we'll we'll see. I like you guys. <coughs> Harris living the life, man. I tell you. I tell <laughs> <Absolutely>. you. <laughs> Take it easy, Harris. Appreciate the call, man. Yeah, thanks guys for having me. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, take care. Harris of the Patriots B Podcast here on CLNS Radio. Download the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and, of course, the CLNS Radio mobile app released every Friday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern. Mike, it's two weeks away. I know we don't want to jump ahead against, you know, Atlanta just yet. There's so much to dissect, but I like the point where you brought up LeGarrette Blunt. He hasn't really been a major factor this this year, um, th- these past two games in the playoffs, and we're gonna need more of him next in these next two, in two weeks when we face the Falcons. But when he did run, you know, we saw him carry like six dudes on his back and brought him like ten yards by himself. So we know he we know he's still there, but we're gonna need all three running backs to be a major major key for the Falcons. Yeah, I'm not too worried about Legarrette Blunt. I mean, obviously, these last two games haven't been you know, his big-time performances like we saw throughout the regular season. But just because we know how he performed throughout the regular season, you know, and know what he can do, you know, obviously they're trying to get Deion Lewis in the mix and still keep James White in the mix a little bit. So maybe that's taking Blunt out of his rhythm a little bit. Maybe that's it. Who knows what the case may be. Uh, but I feel like LeGarrette Blunt will bounce back. And just like how we saw him have a huge stepped up a little bit there in the third quarter, I think, you know, I think, in the Super Bowl, he'll have his moments too where we could depend on that blunt force trauma. We're now going to bring in our CLNS Patriots social media coordinator, Wes Langley, for his thoughts. Wes, what's going on? Where Patriots are finally into the Super Bowl. What did you like in this game? Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, it was an amazing performance by uh, by the whole team. It was a total team effort. In my opinion, it was great defense. That turned into great offense for for the team. Tom Brady played like an MVP, 32 of 42 for 384 yards and three touchdowns. He could not play any better than he did. Uh, He was right uh, during the week that that we would play much better than we did against the Texans. And a huge performance by Chris Hogan. He had nine catches for uh, 180 yards and two touchdowns. And Edelman uh, added 118 yards. Uh, We were great against the run. It was a full team effort. How impressed were you with the way this defense stepped up? You know, all week heading into this game, everybody talks about dealing with Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. Then you get into this matchup, obviously they lose Le'Veon Bell for the majority of the game. Uh, But how impressed were you that the Patriots were able to limit this, you know, Steelers offense as much as they did today? Uh, This definitely goes down as one of the best defensive efforts that we've had all season. We uh, stopped one of the best offenses in the whole NFL. We held in in Antonio Brown to, I think, about seven catches for 75 yards, something like that. And uh, we forced Big Ben to go to his third and fourth options, and their their running game was pretty much non-existent. And we held them to nine nine points for the first 50 minutes of the football game. And by the time that happened, the, the game was virtually over. 
so next in two weeks we face the Falcons, a great offense, probably people saying the number one offense. How do you think this defense will hold up against them? Uh, I think that we we can match up with any defense. It is going to be a huge challenge uh, dealing with uh, Julio Jones, all their receivers uh, in their backs, and Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. They're extremely talented. It's going to be a really good matchup for our, our linebackers and safeties against other running backs. And it's we're, we're going to take away Julio and force Matt, Matt Ryan to go to his third and fourth option. Like, just like we did Big Ben. So uh, I'm really excited about the opportunity, and we're, we're, we're eyeing n- number five. I hear that for sure. I am number five. Just like I, I, I asked a lot of people heading into this game, the AFC matchup, you know, who would they want to limit more, Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown? I, I ask you the same thing heading into the Super Bowl matchup against the Falcons. Obviously, I can't say you can shut down Devonta Freeman, uh, Tevin Coleman, and Julio Jones. But if you had a chance to just limit either the running game of the, the two-headed monster or 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 the, the Julio Jones, uh, who would you rather limit in that Super Bowl matchup? I would by far I would eliminate their their two headed monster. If you make the Falcons one one dimensional, we will we'll keep them in third and long situation, and we we will we'll keep their offense off the field, and we'll give our offense a chance to, to score some points, and it, it could, could lead to an, another Super Bowl championship for the New England Patriots. And Wes, one more question for you. You know, Martel Gronk went down, and then put, people weren't as worried this year because we had Martellus Bennett. You had a a great offense, more more guys stepping up in Mitchell, Chris Hogan, Edelman. Do you think Gronk will be missed in the offense in two weeks in the Super Bowl, or is this Patriots offense equipped to go up against the Atlanta's defense? Oh, there's no doubt that we will miss Rob Gronkowski. He, he's the best tight end in the NFL. But here's the thing. We have so many offensive weapons that we we would succeed in almost any cir- circumstance against any defense in the whole NFL. We've proven that this year. We're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, we, we, we beat the, the best the AFC had to offer. And uh, we, we beat him in dramatic fashion, and it was a well-deserved win for, for us. So we need to just enjoy the win and get prepared uh, in Houston in two weeks. In two weeks. Thanks, Wes. Thank you for calling in once again, man. Thank, thank you. Appreciate Thanks it, for man. having me. That was Wes Langley. Make sure to check out his new England Patriots Nations page and like it on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash the real New England Patriots Nation. We'll also like to let you guys know that we will have 11 shows over the next 14 days leading up to the Super Bowl starting January 25th. And also on Super Bowl Day, we'll have our pregame show, game show live. So make sure you keep your eyes and your ears open because we are going to be all over the Super Bowl coverage. Can't wait. Can't get... wait. Can't oh, wait at all. We're going to be all over it, and we're not going to miss a beat any news. And this time, I was telling you, like, 
like I was telling you, Mike, earlier, it's a lot different, a lot different feel going into this Super Bowl because there's no deflate gate that's going to be running the news, you know, putting a hamper on this Super Bowl. Let's hope not, man. Want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsors, Blue Apron and Zip Recruiter. Blue Apron gives you great food for less than $10 per meal. Blue Apron delivers new seasonal recipes each week along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals at a great price. Check out this week's menu to get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash patriots. And with ZipRecruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017. Post your job to 200-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ziprecruiter.com slash sports fan. We'll love if they had interest would use these promo codes as it is a way to help support us here at CLNS Radio. And now we're about to enter our segment with Tyler Chadeau. Tyler Chadeau, CLNS Radio Video Correspondent, YouTube.com slash CLNS Radio. Tyler, we're on to the Super Bowl. Steelers, you know, got dominated by the Patriots. And it was, I feel like people thought this game would be a lot closer than it really was. In the words of Tom Brady, I would like to say, let's go. I am so happy with the result of tonight. And just as you said, I was expecting this game to be so much closer than it actually was. I was nervous before the game. I was nervous during the game. I was even nervous up until about the point that Eric Rowe got that interception. Even after the fumble in our score, I was still thinking it was a lot closer than expected the Patriots really blew this one out of the water and the Steelers just could not keep up at all I was very questioning the first decision Belichick made that game which was by taking the ball when they won the coin toss they usually defer and wait to get the second half but they wanted to start with momentum they had a great opening drive they should have been able to capitalize hopefully have gotten a touchdown there, but they weren't able to, but that did not matter. They were able to get on the board, and it was over from that point on. The Patriots just absolutely came out and were the better team today. There was just no doubt about it, and it is extremely unfortunate that Le'Veon Bell, who has had an excellent season so far and really carried the Steelers to where they were today, was not able to go, and he was being pretty productive in the few plays that he had, but the Patriots were starting to have his number and stop him at the line, and D'Angelo Williams could not pick up the slack that Le'Veon Bell was expected to carry. Overall, just an outstanding game by Tom Brady in the offense. Chris Hogan, who really only showed up a couple of times in the regular season, especially that awful deep pass against the Ravens, but really other than that, hasn't been too popular of a target for Brady until these playoffs. This playoffs, he has been on an absolute tear, catching nine balls today for 180 yards with two touchdowns. Just absolutely outstanding to see that Brady and him are clicking and him still doing the same thing he always does with Edelman, it seems. Eight receptions, 118 yards. It didn't even seem like he had that much, but that's just because Hogan was killing it so badly. This team was scary tonight, and it is just going to be an absolutely exciting game to watch in two weeks. I am so excited. Tom Brady, I feel like I sound like a broken record going to bring this up, but it has to be said, this guy is 39 years old. 
And in this AFC championship game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, he goes uh, 32 of 42, 384 yards for three touchdown passes. Again, 39 years old. The last time we saw a 39-year-old quarterback play uh, was Peyton Manning, and we saw the kind of performances he was having in each of his games. But this is what Tom Brady comes out and does in an AFC championship game at 39 years old. What more can be said about this man at this at this age doing what he's doing compared to the other quarterbacks, the, the Brett Favre's, the Manners that we've seen come over the years try to play at this age and not be as successful as this guy is? He's the greatest of all time, and that is not a – Patriots fans saying that to an annoyed NFL fan. That is just the truth of life. He is able to perform and has made sure that he has stayed in physical shape to be able to continue to perform. You have not seen the decline that you would have seen. Maybe Peyton Manning would have been able to do something like this if he didn't get hurt and basically almost break his neck. Uh, But Maybe we wouldn't have seen such a decline from him, but Brady has just been lucky enough to avoid injury for most of his career, minus that one year with the ACL tear, and has just put in the work, the amount of effort that Brady puts into making sure that he is eating right, that he is staying in shape, that he is working out hard. The man is playing as well because he works harder than ever to make sure that he can play until he sucks, as he says. He wants to play until... He doesn't think he's playing the best he can. And right now, it doesn't seem like anyone can tell when he's going to stop playing as well as he is. Obviously, the clock is going to strike midnight and the carriage is going to turn back into a pumpkin at some point. But right now, Brady is at just as good as he has been for anyone can remember. He is outstanding and there are obviously great quarterbacks that you were listening, the Favs, the Mannings, the, all these great Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw that he'll be going to beat their four Super Bowl records. I think the debate's already over, but how can anyone deny the fact if Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time if the Patriots go out in two weeks and beat the Falcons? You can't deny it. I mean, the conversation shouldn't be held anymore, but if he needs to just do another one, then hey man, by any means, go get your fifth ring, Brady. Um, the defense this week played very well, and that's going to be the narrative throughout a couple, the past couple of days. They limited Pittsburgh Steelers to 17 points. But a little thing that was concerning for me was Ben Roethlisberger had all day to throw the ball this tonight. It, I didn't see much of a pass rush on him, and that can be a little concerning knowing that you're facing Matt Ryan in two weeks. I 100% agree, but this is something very big for the Patriots defense that everyone all season has been questioning, oh, well, what happens when they face an elite quarterback? Ben Roethlisberger is as elite as you're going to get. He is a former Super Bowl champion, the youngest player to ever win a Super Bowl. The man is going to be a future Hall of Famer, even though I'm not that big of a fan of him. He has got skill, and no one can deny that. But they were able to contain him, contain Antonio Brown, which was a huge part of tonight's game. Obviously, not having Le'Veon Bell was a huge part. But the Patriots secondary was able to hold up. And they were able to do well. Eric Rowe, I think, played out of his mind tonight. It was so excellent to see him play that well. Logan Ryan has just been on an absolute hot streak as of late. And Malcolm Butler has been on fire since the middle of this season. This secondary in 
defense in general has just really clicked at the perfect time. It seemed like things weren't going too well when they traded Jamie Collins. No one really knew what was going to happen. Everyone was thinking that, oh, the Patriots are going to beat themselves and they're not going to be able to make it to the Super Bowl. Well, here we are after weeks of doubting moves of Bill Belichick, and this defense has clicked together to be a very tough elite force to score on. And that just shows that a mentality of, They did not want Pittsburgh to score. They were able to hold them to that field goal at the end of the half. That was huge. That was an absolute momentum killer for the Steelers. They were rolling. I think Roethlisberger completed 12 passes in a row. They were marching down the field, having a nice, long, sturdy drive. They almost scored, but then they stopped them in four plays in a row to make sure that they were able to just keep it to three points, be able to hold that lead and be able to be up by eight going into the half. They stopped them in the first drive they had, and that was the game right there. That was really where they lost all hope of being able to come back into this game. Patriots score multiple times after that, and they just couldn't stop them. Then, of course, the fumble on the interception, and the Patriots are able to capitalize on that as well. This is going to be an extremely exciting game to see what the Patriots can do to the Falcons and the Matt Ryan Julio Jones attack I would expect the Patriots to have a little more problem with Julio Jones I think he is the best receiver I think Harris pointed really well on a good point that Julio Jones is a little bit bigger than Antonio Brown and is just a freak of nature and that's where you're going to need that uh, pass rushing which we've seen more from the Patriots in recent weeks but really not at all this week. I believe I remember seeing one hurried-up pass where they were able to force Big Ben to throw a bad pass. But other than that, I really, really think the Patriots need to step up their pressure because if you get Matt Ryan all day, he is going to pick you apart. The man is on top of his game right now and is looking better than he ever has. And I honestly think is going to be MVP. And it probably would have been Brady if he played the first four games of the season. But in my mind, Matt Flynn is going to be the MVP at the NFL Football League. And you cannot give him that much time to get Big Ben tonight. I agree with what you said 100%. Uh, just like I asked West, I want to get your opinion as well. Obviously, you can't stop a Julio Jones. And it's going to be tough to kind of stop Devontae Freeman and uh, – Tevin Coleman, but if you could have your your option and limit it, try to limit either one of those, you know, big time weapons. Who would you say, you know, you'd rather not want to go off and have a big time game in the Super Bowl against the Pats defense? Julio Jones. The big thing about the Patriots defense is that they've been able to limit big plays. You really can't look back on this season and think of, oh, well, this was a big. 30 plus yard game for them that completely swung the game around and was big. Julio Jones is the type of player that can turn just a quick pass into a, I think it was like a 68 yard run today when he scored on the Packers today. He can turn little plays into much bigger plays. And that is going to be something big. The Patriots may not be the best at defending the rush, even though they did a pretty great job tonight. And Freeman, I think, is better than D'Angelo Williams. And obviously, Le'Veon Bell didn't get to play a whole game and was injured when he came back in. I think that Julio Jones is the guy you want to make sure that isn't going to beat you. Be beat by Freeman. Be beat by Matt Ryan. But if Julio Jones, you give him opportunities to burn you, he is going to score every time. He has three straight – 
playoff touchdowns and is just an absolute monster out on the field. And they cannot let them beat the Patriots. Or if he succeeds, the Falcons are going to succeed, and we're going to see them win their first Super Bowl championship. Definitely. I'm a huge fan of Julio Jones, and he put on display today what he can do if you let him lose. So Patriots are really going to have to key in on Julio in two weeks. Otherwise, it's going to be a very long day for the secondary. Tyler, thank you, man, once again for your insight calling in. It's an exciting time. We got two more weeks, and then it's Super Bowl, baby. I am so excited, guys. We're going to have a lot of conversations this upcoming weeks, and it's going to be a great time. Great game tonight. Have a nice night, guys. You too, Take man. Care. Take it easy. That's Tyler Trudeau, CLNS, CLNS radio video correspondent. Follow him on Twitter at CLNS underscore Tyler. Head on over to the CLNS radio YouTube channel and check out all of Tyler's great work for CLNS. Subscribe at YouTube.com slash CLNS radio. That's YouTube.com slash CLNS radio. And now we're going to switch it up to Mike Olandre. He's going to give us the around the NFL. Thanks, Marv. Uh, today's Around the NFL scores are brought to you by ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter allows employers to post their job openings to 200 of the top job sites with just a single click. And our listeners can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan, that's one word, sportsfan, to try ZipRecruiter for free today. Uh, only one other game on the docket, guys, obviously the NFC Championship game. Atlanta Falcons rolled over the Green Bay Packers 44-21, to and it really wasn't even that close. It was 24 to nothing at halftime. Matt Ryan absolutely diced up the Green Bay Packers, threw for 392 yards and four touchdowns, ran for another touchdown on a great run earlier in that game. Uh, the, the Falcons' defense played great, especially in the first half. Uh, Aaron Rodgers held the 287 yards. He did throw three touchdowns, but he also threw an interception. He was also the team's leading rusher with 46 yards rushing. But uh, the guy we've been talking about this whole show pretty much, Julio Jones, absolutely destroyed the Green Bay Packers secondary, nine catches, 180 yards, and two touchdowns, just like Chris Hogan. So, I mean, it was it was a very impressive outing by that Atlanta Falcons offense. Uh, you know, I'm sure you guys are in the same boat as me. The Falcons aren't exactly a national brand team. You didn't exactly see them on television a lot this year. So I think we're underestimating how good this team really is. I mean, they shut down the hottest quarterback in football, Aaron Rodgers, in the first half, and – they scored 44 points in the NFC championship game. So, you know, as impressive as the Patriots have been, uh, it looks like the Atlanta Falcons are just as impressive, but that's today's NFL scores guys. Again, brought to you by zip recruiter, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sports fan to try zip recruiter for free today. Uh, back to you guys. Yeah. Falcons, Mike are no chop liver They're They're the real deal. I mean, clearly they are going into the super bowl and it's, it's no fluke. You're going in, Aaron, like Alondra said, Aaron Rodgers is the hottest quarterback. If you didn't know any better, you would have thought this guy was God from the whole week they were talking about Aaron Rodgers. Greatest. So he was entering the greatest of all time conversations. And the man only have, has one ring. I understand how he's been playing unbelievable. But Falcons shut that down quick in the first first half of the game. Their defense looks really legit. So Patriots have the work cut out. But if you get a game... From Chris Hogan and Edelman like today, Patriots can really hold their own against the Falcons. I'm not too worried about them as I would have been if Aaron Rodgers was to beat. Like, I know you were saying it too. If Aaron Rodgers were to beat this Atlanta team by himself again, that would be kind of scary. Yeah. I think 
it's going to be a great matchup. There's so many aspects and, and matchups and whatnot just to dissect from, from that Super Bowl matchup coming up. And we're going to do plenty of that, you know, over the next week, two weeks, uh, with all the CLNS Patriots coverage. But I got to get back to this guy, Tom Brady, again. 39 years old and seven Super Bowl I'm not even talking about Super Bowl wins. You know, we all know he's he's won four. You know, he has a chance to win his fifth coming up. But, you know, people talk – it's like kind of kind of like what LeBron is doing in the NBA. The man has appeared to, what, six, five, six, seven consecutive N- NBA finals. You know, and just that in itself, Tom Brady making seven Super Bowl appearances. It's just an unbelievable feat. Yes, he's he's had some bad losses. 2007, the undefeated season, that hurts me to this day still. 2011, you know, against the Giants again, that hurts. It does. It does, Marv. I feel you. But just the solid fact that he has had the privilege of making it to seven. We've watched seven AFC championship celebrations. Other, t- I've said this numerous times over the years. Other teams, other cities, other fans, they don't know what this feels like at all. And this guy has made seven appearances in the biggest game of the NFL season. You got to give this man credit. It's not even – we said it so many times. You said it. I said it. The callers said it. You know, it's not even up for debate anymore. But I'm not even talking about championships. And, yes, the stats are crazy. But in my mind, too, just the fact that he's made seven of these games is just unbelievable to me. That's it, I just – it just keeps going over and over my head. Tom Brady – the GOAT, we already know. It's already solidified. Doing this, I told I told you this earlier today when we were talking. I told my, my father this when we talked sports. If Tom Brady can get this fifth Super Bowl, he can take the mic during the press conference and tell the world, I am retiring from football. I wouldn't give a damn. Or he can play next season. If he were to win the Super Bowl, he could play next season and have a Peyton Manning-esque year like Peyton Man did in this. And I wouldn't care. I wouldn't give a damn because I know Tom Brady already is the GOAT and he would possibly have the most Super Bowl rings for a quarterback in NFL history. It's just Tom Brady, man. Wow, what a guy. We've witnessed in our lifetime one of the greatest to ever play in his position in this sport. Wow, the greatest. I'm sorry. Well said, Mike Nice. And with that, let's hear some words from our sponsors. I just want to take a moment to talk to you about Movement Watches. Movement Watches, if you haven't heard of this company, it started by two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. So what did they do? They started their own company. Guys after my own heart, that's for sure. I love young entrepreneurs. As you know, CLNS Radio was founded by a bunch of Celtics fans way back in 2009 and from there we started a a company that made a career out of it so we can absolutely relate to the owners of movement watches and let me tell you I purchased the chrono gunmetal watch this watch is so sleek so cool black stainless steel it's light it's versatile it's great for dress occasions or even casual affairs 
A little bit more about movement watches. They start at $95. I purchased the Chrome Gunmetal watch for under $100. And I know with the watch I purchased, you're looking at $400 to $500 in a department store. So give yourself a big discount off a watch right in time for the holidays. You can get 15% off today with free shipping. And if you don't like the watch, guess what? You can return it for free. All you have to do is go to movementwatches.com slash Celticsbeat. Wait a second. Even the name is cool. It's spelled www.mvmtwatches.com slash Celticsbeat. Now is the time to step up your watch game, folks. And I can tell you, since I got the Chrono Gunmetal Watch, I've been getting complimented left and right. Get your 15% off. Get your free shipping. No risk involved. You can return the watch if you don't like it. And you're also supporting Celtics Beat Podcast and CLNS Radio. Again, go to mvmtwatches.com slash Celtics Beat. CLNS Radio's leading online coverage of the Boston Celtics now even more comprehensive than ever. From the Celtics postgame show to the Guard Report to CSL and to Celtics Beat, CLNS Radio's Boston Celtics news feed provides narrated breaking news, game recaps, and news and notes for the NBA's winningest franchise, all provided in real time. Don't have the time to surf the web or search engines and plunge your head into your computer or smartphone to read up on all the latest on the Celtics? No problem. Multitask while listening to CLNS's Celtics news feed. And for the 2016-17 NBA campaign, the Boston Celtics pregame report with myself, Larry A. Trussell, will be released on the news feed on game days at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, making it the first pregame report to air anywhere. We will give you a featured interview from someone providing opposing insight, pregame notes, and go on a Celtics draft pick watch, all in just 12 minutes or less. Available on the Boston Celtics news feed on iTunes and Stitcher, and the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. Patriots, once again... I will not get sick of saying this today. Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. They're going to Houston. They punched their ticket in, beating the Steelers 36-17. to And it's time, man. It's time for them to you know, start gearing up, getting ready for the Atlanta Falcons. This won't be an easy task, but you give this team two weeks to prepare, and they will find a way to win, in my opinion. But, Mike, I'm looking at the time. What time is it, man? It is time for us here on the CLNS Patriots post-game show to get into the stars and sorries of this AFC championship matchup between the Pats and the Steelers. I think without a doubt, we already know who the star of this game was. Usually, you know, throughout the season, it's mainly been Tom Brady. and He had a great game. We all know that. Julian Edelman is a usual suspect, usually stepping up and, and being one of Tom Brady's favorite targets and putting up big numbers. But the guy who really put his stamp on the game, you know, he had big-time plays that really set the tone for how this game was going to unfold. You already know who the star of the game is. Chris Hogan, wide receiver for the New England Patriots, finished the game with 180 yards on nine receptions for two touchdowns and nothing makes, you already know what makes, you know, the highlighted play on ESPN or wherever you want to look, the flea flicker play, Brady drops back, hands it off to Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis flips it back and he just finds Chris Hogan down the field. That might be top 10 on ESPN this week. 
Chris Hogan, what a huge performance to help lead this team to the Super Bowl. Beautiful game by Chris Hogan. And when you're watching the game, you're just like, did Pittsburgh not game plan for Chris Hogan? Are they not defending him at all? To the point that they had to do a flea flicker. The Patriots did a flea flicker just to get their attention. Like, hey, Chris Hogan's our number one target right now. You guys going to do anything about it? Oh, okay. Let's see. I mean, it was kind of disrespectful how the Patriots were using him. Steelers just had no answers for Chris Hogan. Like someone yeah. said earlier, he he was he was what Julio Jones esque out there tonight. So I'm telling you, game. it was it was bad. It was to the point where you know I'm not a Pittsburgh fan. I could care less about them. But I felt sorry for them because it's like, why weren't they? How many how many times did you have to see him make wide open plays for you to say, okay, maybe we need to cover this guy? And he just ends up going off, having a career game, first time in his career, postseason, regular season. This guy gets two touchdown passes. Uh, receptions in a game, career game for Chris Hogan. I, like I said, I'm happy for all the new guys like like Hogan, like Martellus Bennett, the rookies, anybody new on this team who, you know, obviously for Pats Nation, this is nothing new to us, Patriots having success. But for the new players on this team, I'm very happy for them and what they achieved here tonight. But Well-deserved. Well Well-deserved. When there's the good, Marv, there's the bad. <laughs> and when you're bad around these parts, we tell you, Sorry. And I know for sure you told me you got a sorry. You definitely want to hand out a personal one here tonight. Oh, I this sorry has been building up for 17-plus weeks, man. Maybe even more than that. You see, Mike, the Patriots are a very unique team. Not only do they just win, win, and always win, find themselves in conference championships, Super Bowl, but you know what makes them unique? They're the most hated team in the NFL. So imagine the team you just despise always winning and proving you wrong. I mean, all week throughout the week, you have to hear about this defense hasn't faced a good quarterback. They they had the easiest schedule. You got players tweeting crazy. You got you got players people tonight that are already tweeting that oh Pittsburgh didn't have Le'Veon Bell, and yet through through it all, Patriots. Just keep on winning to the point Goodell doesn't even want to come to New England to even face the noise. This sorry goes out to the Patriot haters because the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. This drive for five in their seventh appearance. What can you tell me now? What Real talk. can you tell me now? Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing I ask for from Patriots Nation, that all the Patriots Nation who will be driving, flying, taking a train, bus, whatever, whatever way you plan on getting to Houston, one, I hope Patriots Nation is in Houston in full force. And two, while you're there, please, we know Goodell is going to be in the building. Let that man hear the noise from Pats Nation <laughs> During that Super Bowl, I want that man. He probably he'll probably be in some bunker somewhere deep inside of, you know, that that stadium there to stay away from the crowd and whatnot. But if he's anywhere in a box, you know, press box, whatever, let that man hear the noise from Pats Nation, what we've been holding up, holding inside to yell and scream when that man is in Pats Nation's presence. You will get your chance. We will get our chance in the Pats Nation. During the Super Bowl, let that man hear it. Great so win to tonight. The, wow. Yep. So to the Patriot haters, 
here at CLNS, we got something for you, and it goes like this. Sorry. Sorry. Let's get it. Super Michael Bowl 51. Andrew, any final thoughts, man? Oh, guys, uh, you know, we've already said it a couple of times. Just a really dominating win by the Patriots tonight. Uh, very impressive on offense, very impressive on defense. You know, one of those things that we've been hearing, you know, in the whole week leading up to this game is, well, the Patriots defense hasn't gone up against any good offenses. They haven't gone up against any good offenses. And now, like you said, Marv, we're hearing the excuses. Well, the Steelers didn't have Le'Veon Bell. Well, I mean, that's a part of football. Players get hurt. You know, you lose players and you got to make up for it. And you got to win with other players. And, you know, D'Angelo Williams did just fine tonight. It's just that the Patriots were able to shut down the running game of the Steelers, and they were able to shut down the passing game for the most part, and they were able to win this game. They forced a turnover. They forced, uh, what, two turnovers in this game, an interception and a fumble. So a very impressive performance by the Patriots' defense all around. And, you know, they're going to be really tested in this in this week, uh, this uh, in two weeks coming up in the Super Bowl against Matt Ryan and the Falcons. But, you know, just final thoughts. I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm happy the Patriots are in the Super Bowl once again, uh, seventh time in 15 years. It's unbelievably impressive, and uh, you know it's going to be a busy couple weeks for us. We're going to be wall to wall with coverage for the next uh, 14 days, and some great guests coming up in the next couple weeks. The whole crew is going to be around, and uh, can't wait. Can't wait. It's, it's definitely exciting. Just to you know, repeat what Alonji just said. In these next 14 days, we have 11. Yes, 11 shows coming up starting January 25th. We are going to have wall-to-wall coverage of this. It's the Super Bowl. We we we're gonna get right on top of it. There's gonna be opinions left and right everywhere. This is an exciting time to be a Patriots fan. Once again, seven times in 15 years. That's almost half. Half. Like, it's crazy. It's it's, it's unbelievable, man, just to think this guy's going for his seventh time and that he was, what, one, two throws away of being seven, six for six at, at this point right now. So, True. hey, man, it, it's it's ridiculous. Can't complain, though. Can't complain at all. No, no, can't complain at all. Patriots win once again tonight, 36-17. We're going to the Super Bowl. This post-game show will be available for on-demand download by searching for the CLNS Radio New England Patriots post-game show on iTunes and Stitcher, as well as the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. When you download our feed, you'll also get the Patriots Newsfeed podcast, our daily news podcast hosted by our content manager, Michael Longi. While you're at it, make sure you check out the Patriots Beat podcast hosted by Harris which is also available on iTunes, Stitcher, and the CLNS Radio Mobile Podcast app. You can also check out Russick and Billy Wise's written work on the Patriots at clnsradio.com. Today's show is brought to you by Blue Apron. Get your first three meals for free and with free shipping when you go to blueapron.com slash patriots. And by ZipRecruiter, you can try ZipRecruiter for free today by going to ziprecruiter.com slash sportsfan. Want to thank our guests? Today's call is in everyone who tuned in for the CLNS Radio Executive Producer, Larry H. Russell, Patriots Content Manager, Michael Longi, my co-host, Mike Knife. I'm Marvin Azan. See everyone throughout this week and next week in Patriots coverage against the Atlanta Falcons. Good night, y'all. We're heading to the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. And again, this has been the Patriots post-game show Powered by CLNS Radio, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for all New England professional sports. Super Bowl 51, Pats Nation, here we go.